Chapter Two of Martin Luther by Carl E. Koppenhauer. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Professor, Doctor Luther. Luther returned to Erfurt from Rome, and in the summer of fifteen eleven was sent as one of the three new professors to Wittenberg. Here he came under the influence of John von Staupitz, vicar of the Augustinian order, who showed warm sympathy and understanding toward the earnest young priest. As yet Luther had been unable to convince himself of God's love, mercy, and forgiveness. His quest carried him along the path of good works, but he never could feel that he had done enough to save himself. He tried the path of confession, but concluded that there was more wrong with men than could be cleansed by enumerating a list of particular offenses. Luther's problems of faith did not mount up through clearly defined stages to a sudden soul-free climax. Rather, he passed through a series of crises. Staupitz did much to comfort him in some of these grave periods. He encouraged the zealous monk to trust in the God who loved and sent his son to redeem man, rather than to try to appease God through his own works. Staupitz's theology was quite different from Luther's. It admitted man's weakness and called him to completely submerge himself in God. There was no striving, no assertion of self. Eventually, the individual found peace in a blissful atmosphere surrounded entirely by God. Luther's efforts were virtually the opposite. His every act was replete with self-assertion, directed toward winning merit. He tried the mystical way of Staupitz, but could never completely lose himself in the essence of a God whom he conceived to be an angry judge. Luther's troubled spirit did not lower him in the vicar's estimation, and perhaps to get his mind off it, Staupitz advised him to study for a doctor's degree and assume the chair of Bible at the university. It was good medicine, for thus the distressed monk came to closer grips with the source-book of his faith. So far writings about the Bible, rather than the book itself, had been his main diet. He studied for the degree and preached in the monastery's rickety chapel until October 18th and 19th of 1512, when he became Martin Luther, Doctor of Sacred Scripture, Professor of Bible at Wittenberg University. The Awakening Since May 1512, Luther had been sub-prior and regent in the school connected with the Black Cloister at Wittenberg. In May 1515, he became district vicar for Thuringia and Meissen, and having eleven monasteries under his care. Meanwhile, he was discharging his duties as professor in the university. Frequently the solution to great problems comes quite undramatically as one goes about the daily tasks. 
Luther's awakening to a God who makes man righteous in order to save him came in such a way. He knew the teaching that the righteous shall be saved by faith. But who, he asked himself, is righteous? As he studied and taught and looked after his wards in the monasteries, he gradually discovered he had been misled by the medieval concept that grace could be earned. This, he found, was contrary to the New Testament. Grace can't be earned. God gives it. Man, therefore, does not make himself righteous. It is God who makes the man righteous. He makes man righteous as a free gift, grace, so that he can be saved. Out of this came the doctrine of justification by faith. At this point, Luther still felt that he was in total agreement with the teaching of the Roman Church. In a humble way, he believed that he had discovered for himself what had always been, that he had just been slow in catching on. Deeper study, however, made it clear to him that there was a great difference between his own and the theology of the Middle Ages. He became convinced that man can contribute nothing towards his salvation, but that God, recognizing man's unrighteousness, had redeemed him and restored him through the sacrifice of his Son, Jesus Christ. This indeed was not the work of an implacable judge, but of a loving father. Luther now found himself rejecting most of the medieval writers and teachers. He went back to the Bible, to Christ and the Apostles. Convinced of the truth, he no longer was restrained by contradictory views. His beliefs were contrary to many of the teachings of the Church, and while he didn't plan it that way, they brought him into open revolt. The matter of indulgences opened the battle. End of chapter 2